Welcome, one and all, to a very special episode of the Logs Points of View with Tom and Stu. I'm Tom, he's Stu. Say hi, Stu, which is Danish for hi. Hello. Oh. <laughs> I don't follow your rules. That. I should have expected that, you rebel. Uh, <laughs> guys, welcome to see well unofficially season two episode 0.5 a little warm-up a little pre-game workout um first of all we'd like to say welcome back to all you beautiful boys and girls we know you missed us the hiatus is over we're back from our holiday but only mel gibson knows how i spent my summer vacation and i stopped speaking to him ever since he said those nasty things about chickens um, yes, tonight we have a, a bit of a different show for you. We're covering a beer, we're covering a film, and the connection between the two is Mr. Mads Mikkelsen, Great Dane, sophisticated cannibal, and all-round lovely guy. So join us as we dive into the only beer with the main man's seal of approval, Carlsberg, uh, and its new and improved recipe. And we're double teaming that with his turn in midlife crisis, booze, experiment, dramedy. Another round from 2020. So lots of goodies coming up, listeners. So stick with us as we shake off the cobwebs and oil the joints. Uh, Mr. Stuart Sutherland, what's new, pussycat? Oh, I fucking miss talking to you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while. It's been too long. It's been too long. It's been uh, it's been too long since we've hit the record button. I mean, mm. that virtual casting couch session from a couple of weeks ago obviously doesn't count. Did yeah, you uh, do you prefer my back shaving routine or uh, my reading from Othello? I'll I'll do anything for the part. Clearly. So yes, I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. That's, yeah, that was kind of a roundabout way of asking you how you are, but yeah, <laughs> thank I can you see for you. I can see you sort of veering off to the right, and I just quickly grabbed the wheel Thanks, back man. onto the left. Thanks, man. Kids, uh, do we you... don't endorse drink driving. Just put that out there. Do you want me to drop some beer news on you? Ooh, I would love for you to drop some beer news on me. What have we got uh, going down, man? Well, it's Goose Island Brewery's latest collaboration. Mm. With uh, Cadbury's. Ooh. And they have created a cream egg stout. Get out of town. Yeah. And it was like kind of something I saw on Monday and thought, ah, okay. Moved on. Very next morning, like, uh, what was it? Good morning, Britain. There they are. They're trying it. It's also, it's went viral because I thought of a fucking Cadbury cream egg beer. And to be honest, when I heard like Cadbury's cream egg beer, and I was like, "Huh, I'll have to be a stout, or I'll no fucking work." And it is, because where else do you get all your fucking sweet shops just fucking blended into a brew? In the darker area or darker beer area, of of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I think you know, kind of a, a Bourneville lager would be a bit weird, to be honest. But I can see those particular elements going down or going yes, together very, very well. Oof, I'm excited, uh, man. Very excited. Is this available now? Can we I get think it? So yes, uh, according to an article yesterday from uh, thedrinksbusiness.com, mm. uh, a and Goose Island's collaboration on a cream egg beer reportedly sold out within an hour of being launched, and they're now oh, 
promo thought, copies are in the mail, though, right? Uh, you thought the PlayStation 5 was fucking hard to get a hold of. <laughs> Try and get your hands around this cream egg. <laughs> wow. I'm, man, I'm excited. This is, uh, this is brilliant. I mean, just in time for Easter, uh, I suppose. I'm guessing it's something they're launching now and then they're uh, making available at a later date. Or can we... Is it, is it ready now to, to go in our mouths and, and souls? I think so. Mm. Add it to the list, my man. Yeah, like fine. Like Easter's about a month away. Try and Very get close. the old cream egg stout for our Easter episode. <sighs> Let's do it. Okay, I'm that's down. it. I'm ready. We've said it. It's out there in the universe. The people have heard it. They deliver it now. Jeez, no yeah. pressure. It's just Let's our careers it. on the line. You know, that's all. <laughs> no worries. Shit, if only we had backup podcasts. Ah, fuck them. Right. <laughs> beer. Hello, beer. <laughs> Sitting there staring at me on this table. It, uh, yeah, it's uh, looking over longingly uh, at me and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing the same back at it. Uh, we have tonight, as, uh, as I mentioned, uh, is Carlsberg the beer that we are discussing uh, and we're rolling with the uh, premium export version which from my knowledge is pretty much the exact same recipe as the standard version but is a bit stronger at uh, 4.8% in comparison to the uh, standard version's 3.8% volume but yeah I, I don't know whether you know this but the beer was revamped back in 2019 oh, because right. it was probably not the best beer in the world as they said <laughs> uh, up to that point um it was always known as you know cheap and cheerful lager and, and i've had it uh enough in the past here and there to know i wasn't really a, a big fan how about you bud something you're familiar with no no i think no. maybe like when that's all they've got at a house party yeah but last resort no, i don't think i've ever really had a memorable occasion with carlsberg until tonight <laughs> Yes, that's what I like to hear, man. Dig in the enthusiasm. So, shall we just? I mean, let's stop. No more words. Let's dive in. Bottle openers at the ready. Go, go, gadget. Could I ask what what uh, size did you get? I got like the six hundred sixty mil. I got exactly the same. So there's going to be no arguments about who's bigger tonight. <laughs> That's fine. We're both dedicated to not buying the fucking the multi-packs. The multi-packs, yeah. <laughs> I was a bit unsure. I can't remember whether I liked the newer version um, because I did have it on draft. I remember when it first relaunched. Right, uh, and I was really impressed with the change recipe. So I'm, I'm hoping that I'm gonna, you know, feel the same now. But uh, let's do it, man. Cheers. Cheers. I have it poured. You're drinking it right for the bottle, you hound. Pouring it into the uh, into the lid. Don't worry, I'm doing it shot form tonight. <laughs> Watching my figure. The thing is, also I haven't sampled it yet, but I remember originally our last fucking tango with Pilsners. Mm. was Effie's, the Mediterranean yes. beer. Yes. And it was you a, a fantastic time on that, didn't you? You had a great yeah, time, I remember that. Mate. So you bought shares in the company after that, the, didn't you? The very saying... liquid beer tastes like. That was... <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm looking at it, and it's like, God, I hope you... 
maybe is this the Pilsner taste? But I'm standing there with the Carlsberg in front of me, thinking, will that overwrite that that previous memory, or will it just enforce it? Let's find out. Let's do it. That's actually all right. Mmm. Mmm. Getting yeah. with that dramatic pause there, we could have dropped like a sponsor's ad. That's we wouldn't do something like that. You know, like one of those ads that you think is going to be thirty seconds, and you could skip it with your your podcast app, but it's actually sixty seconds. It's, yeah, it's and unskippable. It Aye. And you know, we wouldn't say anything about you know Stuart's Brewing because mm. we don't you know care about them and they don't care about us. So I, I don't want to tell you what. Uh, Tumblr I'm drinking from tonight. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, this is actually quite a nice, light little number. It's, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, I'm pretty much, I think, on the same page as I was then when I had it back on draft. Um, I'm quite impressed with the, uh, the change recipe. Huge difference in both taste and quality, I would say. Um, it's just nice to be more complex than, um, it used to, uh, or complex compared to the flavors that it used to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it does taste, you know, as it says on the bottle, a bit more, a bit more premium. I feel a bit more fancier drinking it, you know, sitting yeah. here, you know, smoking my pipe, um, in my dressing gown, you know, uh, on, on, on my, on my lazy boy. That's, that's, you know, that's how I podcast. Uh, it's making me feel, uh, you know, it was, it was adding to the class, uh, I would say, for, for sure. How about you, dude? No, it is. It's definitely got a nice taste to it. I, it's always, uh, Tom, Yes, the more seasoned uh, <laughs> man than me when it comes to these uh, here alcoholic beverages. <laughs> what, 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 is, what difference is a Pilsner from your standard beer? Uh, a pilsner is a uh, particular type of um, lighter uh, lager, and most—I mean, most of your favourite beers are uh, brewed in in the pilsner style. Um, most of kind of the, the, the big names that you could think of, but um, yeah, there's just a slight difference. I always think there's a slight kind of difference with the uh, the taste. It's it always seems like a bit more kind of. Mm, crisper and kind of a Aye. bit more of a i think bitterness would be the wrong word but a bit more of a kind of a yeah, uh, fair, but... a flavor uh there which you know is a bit more kind of stronger than your normal uh lager i i would say uh yeah. in terms of my own uh what i get from when i lit my Lip my what? When I wrap my lips around the uh, <laughs> the bottle, that's that's Go what I get. Sentence. Yep. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, so it's just it's you know a specific type of um of pale lager with just uh yeah a bit more kind of um bit more kind of hoppiness to it. I, I would say a bit more kind of spice to it, but right. not too um overwhelming. Just kind of a little bit of a an upgrade from your uh, your standard lager. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is, don't fear the pilsner. Don't fear the pilsner. No, and I d- I do know people that don't really dig it because again, it's 
it's, I suppose it's kind of, you know, a bit of a middle ground uh, between your normal lager and your more kind of darker beers. Um, And I think it's neither kind of um, here nor there, really. Yeah, it's it's kind of a a little bit of both, I think. It's kind of, um, and a lot of people, I think, just see it as as it's not really here here nor there. It's a bit of a kind of um, useless beer, but I completely disagree with that. And I think it's got its own kind of vibe and its own flavor. And uh, yeah, I like it. And I and I just think it's if you're kind of thirsty, but you want something you know with a bit more of a, a flavor punch to it. Uh, I think it's uh, it's it's a, it's a good selection. Yeah. To like to how... be as simple as possible about it. Mm-hmm. And straightforward. That's it. The display button on the back is what's it? Probably the best beer in the world. <laughs> it's a shame they've not got like a seven suggestion. What's a good Danish dish? That was difficult to say. What's a good Danish dish? Uh, dime bars. What do they do with them? They melt them down. Oh, that would be a stout. Some kind of like a yeah, like Sorry. a like a chocolate kind of soup soup kind of some kind of thing. Mm. I, I don't know. What do you reckon? Sure. I like a dime mm. bar. You like a dime bar? Aye. Even mm. when they changed the name. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a fan. Oh no, I went dyslexic. Something's gone wrong. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, the Mandela effect. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking, mm. what's happened? What's happened to my childhood? It was very, very, very confusing. Uh, but yeah, you could do like, um, you know, when you dip things into uh, to chocolate, that kind of thing. You could do that with some dime bars. Um, just make a night out of it. You know, a few, few, few pilsners. Just a just a nice romantic evening in with yourself. That sounds like lockdown. You know what I mean? You know, just start a fire, uh, <laughs> sing around a kumbaya. Um, you could just sing it on, you know, which is what I do, uh, a nice kind of ice cream tub, wrap a few rubber bands around it, and, and you're pretty much, you know, good to go. Just don't, obviously, flick your G-string too hard because uh, <laughs> it might come off. Move it on. <laughs> you know what I mean? God. That's oh, it. night's in. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I was too busy enjoying my, my beer there. He got off the rails. <laughs> you should be it's watching like, me. Like a, a fish on the line. I'm reeling them back in. Go on. Let's talk about the film. Uh, let's, let's, let's. Well, did you want me to tell oh, the people about Colesburg a little bit? Yes. Just to kind of, you know, fill yes, people please. in. Yeah, so let's just quickly dive into a little history of the beer. Um, the Carlsberg Group was founded in 1847 by Danish industrialists and uh, philanthrop- philanthropists. Mm-hmm. Got there yes. in the end. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he was pissed when he when he made this, but you know maybe he should have been. Could have been more interesting. Uh, J. C. Jacobson, and named after his son Carl. They. Uh, Began exporting the beer a few years later in 1868. And fun fact of the day, their original logo contained a swastika, which was oh. hastily removed when uh, evil Buddhist Adolf Hitler saw it reflected in the mirror one day and used it for his Facebook cover photo. Um, today, Carlsberg has a bunch of different brews, including an elephant extra strong 10.5% pilsner, oh. which no. sounds... Insane, and of course, the classic special brew. We all know it. We all love it. We all drink it on the bus. Is is there any other reason to buy a day saver? No, <laughs> there's not. Um, so I mean, I'm gonna take another little, just a little, little shot of this. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Beautiful. And uh, while we enjoy our brewskis, let's dive into the main meat and potatoes of this very special episode. Uh, our review of Another Round, a.k.a. Druk from 2020, directed by Thomas Vinterberg, who had previously directed Mads and Thomas Bo Larson, who also stars in the film, eight years before in Jag- Jagton. Or Yagton, aka the Hunt, which I have not seen. Oh yeah, that's that's gotten some acclaim to it. I'd be very, you know, tempted to to jump on it um, mm-hmm. after uh, seeing how well uh, this collaboration turned out between the three. Um, so that's one on the uh, to watch list. Uh, a quick summary of the film from IMDb: Four friends, all high school teachers, test a theory that they will improve their lives by maintaining a constant level of alcohol in their blood. Simple as that. Fantastic premise, but does it deliver on it? Stu, mm. initial brief summary of your thoughts, please. I, right away, I'm like, this is cinema. Yes. Like, this is a classy film, but it's a fun film. But fuck it, it gets you. Yeah, man. It's, that was it's perfect. Def- that was <laughs> perfect. It's, it's one of those films where the very next day you have to tell fuck about it. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent, dude. Um, I, I similar feelings to yours. I, I thought it was a beautiful little film. Um, yeah. has a lot to say on life and love and getting older and uh, while not you know not perfect is one I'm really looking forward to to going back to to see if I can kind of get a better grip on some of the stuff it was it was trying to say. But yeah, that's the thing that kind of hit me was it just. This is what cinema is all about, you know. It just kind of works mm. on, uh, you know, so many different levels. You know, it's it's well written, uh, it's funny, it's dramatic, it's it's mm. sad, it's you know, uh, it gives you kind of that warm, fuzzy feeling uh, inside. It's just it's what it's all about. Absolute uh, roller coaster of emotion. Def definitely, definitely. And if we haven't mentioned it, Mads uh, has been the face of Carlsberg for some time now. That is the you know connection uh, that we were working on tonight, uh, working from tonight. Um, appearing in a you know run of fun little lads since 2017, hmm. and helped launch their 0.0% alcohol-free variant at the start of the year, which I did not know about. Hmm. Um. So yeah, he's still the uh, the ambassador um, to 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 Carlsberg, and uh, he he's such an incredible actor. I mean, mm-hmm. he had me tearing up in the first twenty minutes or so. Uh, so it might be I'm just a massive baby. I'm undecided at the moment. <laughs> What's not undecided is is talent as an actor. But yeah, it was one of those like I kind of I knew straight away. I was like. Yeah, I think we're on to we're on to a winner here, but it's just yeah. such a fantastic setup, like such a kind of an original, um, uh, original kind of uh, premise to the film. Yes, um, and they really do uh, deliver uh, in terms of coming up with something that's that's very very watchable, but also has a lot of depth to it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just the thought of right. Let's all just kind of top up the, the blood alcohol level. Because mm. it was some theory, um, not a theory, but um, ah, it is a theory where humans are born with, what's it, 0.0, or they should have at least yeah. 0.05 alcohol blood level. 
mm. and just kind of maintaining that level will just kind of vastly improve things. You'll be more relaxed. You'll be able to enjoy things more. You'll, I guess, be more outgoing. And you, you can kind of see where they're going. Like when you go out and you kind of like, I am clearly an introvert in like mm. 90% of my life. But when you have a couple of beers, it switches around. You kind of become like a more of an extrovert. You're more yeah. likely to kind of talk to people, share more. And obviously, the more you drink, the more it fucking increases. And you just fucking, I was going to say, end up sharing too much. I don't have any examples. <laughs> I'm going to quickly you roll that back. Oh, I okay. am becoming an extrovert. This is what happens in this podcast. I've become the extrovert by <laughs> having beer. As you say, clearly you think no one's listened to the first season of the Logalogs. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's just Mad's character. Um, Tommy? No. I thought you were speaking to me then. Yeah. Aye, what was Mad Mickelson's <laughs> character name again? Uh, was it Tommy? I'm, I'm going to check that right now for you. Martin. So, it's Martin. Uh, it's Martin. Yes, because there's a Martin, Tommy... Uh, I think Nicholas and yeah, I think Tommy's the gym teacher. Yeah. Uh, as uh, Peter as well, I think is the, yes, uh, is Peter's the, is no. that's the main four characters yes. uh, of the film. Aye. Uh, Peter's um, the music teacher. Ye- yes. Yeah. And Mad Mickelson's character. It's philosophy, it's like a history, history yeah, kind of history, philosophy, kind of um, is 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 what he uh, delves into, uh, and then yeah, the the Thomas Bolasson character, Tommy, he he's the PE teacher. Yes, and mm-hmm. the youngest one, uh, who I think is Nicholas. Peter. Oh, Nicholas, Peter. yeah, yeah. I what was it? I can't remember him ever teaching a class. He always seemed to be floating. He was always hanging about the corridors. He's that rogue pupil that Disney sits out. <laughs> he was one of the, uh, you know, those ones that you'd be in school and those students from years ago would, would come back and go, oh, how you doing, guys? Yeah, right. it's or it's cool. like, you, you taking a ticky slip to the, the school office, didn't he? <laughs> go and didn't he do that? <laughs> That's the guy that hangs out about on the stairwells and threatens to batter you. <laughs> those people that well, those shoots always come back they'd be like uh wanting to impress everyone that mm-hmm. that was still a kid there or sort of student there and and they'd be like yeah i really enjoy my time here um you know I'm, un- I'm unemployed now. at the moment but you know <laughs> college life <laughs> look at me doing wheelies on my bike <laughs> I'm 35. Uh, I haven't yet used the degree that I earned. That I, you know, slaved over for five years. You know, I'm working in the co-op, but guys, you know, don't don't quit on your dreams. You know what I mean? Keep Reach keep hanging, stars. hanging on in there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're always great. I think I feel like you know I need to return to, to my secondary school now after saying that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, I think the the main or a big part of the uh, reason why the film works is the chemistry between the four, four leads. Actors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of tell that uh, they kind of know each other uh, beyond the set. Uh, and I was kind of reading earlier and, and there was 
some kind of drinking uh, between the four in terms of um, preparation or when they weren't <laughs> filming, when uh, they were when they were kind of you know offset, kind of getting stuff ready. But um, there was like a lot of preparation that went into the film. They monitored like speech and 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 kind of how your movements changed when when you were drunk. You've had a couple, um, right. You had a few, yeah. So there was you know there is some kind of scientific fact behind, oh, behind let's see I'll, I'll, air quotes research was put into this research yeah like the research that i did last night for today um and like the research <laughs> i do you know every night before we record um i want to be prepared you know what i mean mm-hmm. you have to be of course uh <laughs> i appreciate that um but yeah I've, 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 an interesting uh fact uh that i was reading um today earlier was that uh the film was based on a play that the director had wrote all right and it was um came from his daughter and it was pretty much just accumulated from uh drinking stories and and kind of drinking Mm -hmm. culture uh within uh the danish youth um but unfortunately his daughter passed away um she was killed in a car accident um as I think uh, pretty much as soon as uh, production started or as soon as filming started. And that's who it's dedicated to at the end of the film. Yeah. Um, and apparently the, the script was a lot darker mm-hmm. than it turned out to be. And they changed it mm-hmm. uh, to be a bit more kind of uplifting and, and life affirming um, and be a bit more kind of sunnier uh, in general. And it's kind of outlook on, on kind of, uh, the material um the kind of booze based uh mm-hmm. material but i think that's 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 a good thing that the film does is that it kind of shows both sides of the coin in terms yes. of the power of alcohol the good mm-hmm. and the bad the light and the dark the fine line between you know joy and sorrow that's easily crossed over mm-hmm. definitely you know? because that's it. the first half of the film is also played for laughs yeah, like sure. When uh, Mad's character starts having a couple little uh, swigs, I think it was like vodka before his lessons, and then he just starts obviously changing his teaching style, starts engaging with his pupils more, mm. and like how he tricks them all into like sort of sympathizing for Hitler or or choosing Hitler in a situation of right. Do you want to be the guy that has uh, X amount of uh, what was it? heart attacks does this that and the next thing and the only person that leads that seems like the most simple nicest life turns out to be adolf hitler and they're just like oh man you, oh we just got schooled what the fuck <laughs> like we elements like that where it's like this is it this is it. he's coming to live he's got his, his 0.05 alcohol level when it's he's it's working and when the other character sees him doing that it's like, oh fuck it works this theory it actually has um some ground to it let's all try yeah. it and you've got that just great shot of like the PE teacher Tommy out there with like the wee uh, sports bottle just occasionally scushing and all the kids are like uh, Specs has left his bottle of water at home could, could Specs get a drink of your water no he fucking can he <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really like the uh, the kind of interaction he had with, with that character the uh, the little kid I thought it was really one of the kind of uh, sweet 
moments yes. um, of the film, which there is a lot of in that first half. Mm. You know, it's uh, very funny, very sweet. And I wouldn't say the film drops the ball after the first half. So what I will say is I find the second half of the film less intriguing mm. and a bit of, bit of a come down from the first hour. But yeah. within the context of being drunk and the hangover that comes after it, Ah, you know yes. the sober, the sobering second portion of the film kind of makes sense and works from that angle. So I think the first first time viewing it, it, there was a clear kind of drop in terms of how much fun I was having with it, but mm-hmm. kind of stepping away from it. Second and half sobers you up. Sobers you up, yeah. And I think stepping away from it and viewing the film kind of um, outside the context of you know physically sitting there and watching it and kind of thinking about it, it, it really you know works. It's really smart maneuver on the uh, in terms of how the filmmakers decided to. Uh, you know, put that put down film, or how they decided to kind of uh, you know play with with that notion of the uh, of the hangover after after being drunk. Definitely. Now, I was a big fan of the sequence where they chose to drink. What was it? I think it was like the third act of their because um, they were documenting their progress through mm. doing this experiment. And the one day they decide, let's uh, try and get our maximum fucking alcohol ah, yeah. blood level. Like, let's just get absolutely smashed. <laughs> and they're making the concoction. Now, do you remember what it was? It was like absinthe. Yep. Um, that's the only part I remember. But they were covering the tumbler, the insides of the tumbler with this absinthe. And also, that was always kind of like the fabled deadliest drink you could drink yeah you can't have that that will absolutely fucking destroy you if you drink that yeah mads is a bit or mads's character uh, is a bit tentative in terms of uh yeah he's jump jumping in he's on the tightrope that fine line of yeah i I really should spend time with my family and kind of fix things or maintain this good role that we've got going but man, you are having such a good time. <laughs> I'm absolutely full on getting my FOMO. Okay. That's, that's when it all goes wrong, you know, that yeah, night. We've got those of... cool ass ice cubes where it's just like a, a fucking bowling ball in a whiskey tumbler. And look, at they've got like orange peel and they're wiping the top of the glass. How could you not go, fine, I'll have one and you have six. <laughs> That's how it always goes, dude. That's how it always goes. Uh, that that scene's yeah, that scene's amazing. That's kind of the uh, where the film kind of you know veers from kind of funny and light. Yes, into... that's like kind of hitting its peak of yeah. like where you think, oh man, this is probably the only point they would market if it was like made for like an American audience. Like yeah. this is the most we could compare it to, like The Hangover. Because I feel like, oh, this is one of these brilliant concepts. Great thing, like great cast is probably maybe going to get some, um, like uh, awards attention. Well, not I mean uh, award season attention, like nominations yeah. at least. Yeah. And it's like, man, that's probably prime picking for like an American remake. Oh, hundred percent. I think I, it was even though lot, even though it was in lockdown when it was uh, released. Uh, I think. In Denmark, it was it had a huge opening weekend. It was like mm-hmm. the best performing drama in years, 
Yeah. You know, and I, and I think you can't, um, that can't happen without there being some attention from, you know, America and, and the, the, the thoughts or the notion of, a, you know, a possible remake. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just think because, uh, you know, because this film's kind of, you know, European and it's, it, it's, it's Danish, I think it's always yeah. interesting to see a film from a country that you don't really, I know personally, I, I don't see a lot of. No, from this you know side you know of the world and it's really interesting to kind of see it and kind of see uh denmark uh, you know on film it looks it looks beautiful and it's it's got this very interesting edge to it in terms of the cinematography but yeah and I, I just think it's it's got a lot of a lot of heart to it and a lot of soul to it and, and yeah. I'd, I'd hate to see it kind of um you know remade and kind of lose a little bit of of it what makes it special it gets marketed as like the hangover. Yeah, which it's like, all right, it... okay, what's the connection? Booze. <laughs> Don't leave it. Like, try and maintain, maintain some integrity. But yes. We yeah. could also just enjoy the original product. Definitely. Like, I mean, because... and that's that's kind of what it, you know, that's what it is. It's kind of, it's well, that's not what it is. It is in terms of like, it's not a kind of a, a comedy it's it, it's 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 comedic and as as funny parts but it's yes. mostly like a you know a drama that has as a you know really uh you know has a lot to say um it's a warning for the middle-aged it is it's it's pretty much you know midlife crisis on exactly. film i think like, the way it's mad uh, characters like oh he's it's not a loveless marriage, but it's, it's obviously he's he's gotten well into the marriage now. Yeah. They're kind of settled into things. They both work. They hardly talk to each other. The kids are teenagers. They're probably glued to their phones, wanking in their rooms, so they never see them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only, like, he's lost the buzz at work. The only time he's happy is when he's getting pissed with his pals. <laughs> and, like... You could probably, like, the amount of people that might relate to that fucking story. Yeah, no, of course, of course. But, I think it's 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 kind of got a universal message, though. I think it's, you know, about living life to the fullest and not losing the sense of your, your kind of real self and embracing your faults. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the characters obviously achieve this revelisa- revelization, this, this rare revelation by mm-hmm. seeing both their life at its craziest Yep. and their life at its dullest mm-hmm. and i think it's and, uh that's how they kind of that's how they make the progress they do kind of in the film and that's it like the fine line of people really like me when i'm drunk and it's like maybe you should but you can't be drunk all the time like when mad thinks like when he, canoe and he's, he becomes <laughs> spontaneous and starts doing all these things like oh where have you been i've not seen you for years and I was like, oh man, this is like a genie in a bottle. I, I need to fucking yeah. drink to become this person that people like. Mm. But I'd tell you that sequence where they're all getting pissed on absence and Incredible. the family man, also the guy with three kids and the stunning blonde wife, like remembers, I've got to go shopping. Like she was yeah. saying something like, okay, you, you could do your silly drinking thing, but I need fresh cods. <laughs> That's not a double entendre. That's shopping. <laughs> Get the shopping. That scene when they're in the supermarket is incredible, yeah. <laughs> falling over it's... and going, fresh cod! It's like, no, we've only got frozen, but it's in season! <laughs> they cut so, to them fishing, and I was like, so this good. is brilliant! 
I think the scene that made me the most uncomfortable was when uh, he, the guy um, that you were talking about, the uh, the youngest fella, uh, oh, Peter, yeah. Um, no, Nick, Nicholas. Nicholas. Nicholas, and he returns home. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, the, the full <laughs> circle. Full circle. Yes, but you know, he's... What he was talking about at the beginning, kind of complaining about it in the beginning, and then he does it himself when he's uh, when he's pissed up and exactly. completely just. That, that was a good chuckle. Like, <laughs> don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it, but exactly. Just, uh... We'll not try and give too much away because definitely, yeah. I highly encourage this people to watch this film. Yeah. But oh, there's some wonderful moments where it's just like the irony of like what comes around goes around. So good, yeah. I and really like, love that montage of uh, pissed up politicians as well. Do, oh, do yeah, them? the wee montage, and yeah, they see fucking Boris with a pint. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. Oh, it was really, really good. It was not, you know, it was nothing like too on the nose as well. That's what I like about it. It, it seems kind of it's got a kind of a very even hand. Um, it's not like oh, alcohol will do this to you or. Yeah. You know, it it's it's it shows both sides of the coin, which I like. And that montage, it's just it's kind of light and it's just funny and it just it just kind of really uh, it really fits the film. So, um, I guess we can't divulge much into the third act. Uh, I no, I wouldn't want to. I mean, I I think you know it's still. I mean, it's pretty much making the rounds now. The film is over here, and I think it's it's available on streaming now. Right. Um, on a few place in a, a few places, so I would you know really recommend it to people. Wouldn't want to spoil yeah. it uh, for anybody, but yeah, the third act it gets dark, it mm-hmm. it, it gets a bit sad, but definitely. Um, it definitely you know is worth it, and it kind of makes its way out of that second half, and it, it really does kind of leave you with a you know feeling of uh, you know joy, definitely, and and Mads yeah, the, gets the, to the last... use his. <laughs> The last fucking three minutes. Yeah, it just comes. Just... It, it comes out of nowhere again. I don't really want to say anything, but it comes Absolutely. out of nowhere. If you if you know of Mad's background, then you might have uh, a guess as as to what kind of happens. Oh, but because uh, right. uh, there is there is footage on YouTube of uh, Mad's right. in his in his early days um, doing kind of what he does best. The chain. Yeah, it's amazing. He, he gets he basically sits a guy down. Uh, and basically whips his balls from underneath. All right, okay. I was thinking something it's... else, but uh, oh. oh, yeah. I but... thought I'd let people let people know what they're getting into. Oh. Yeah, I. But I think definitely, I was on the wrong site it earlier. Wasn't <laughs> what I was expecting. Like how how is this film going to end? Like we get our third act, and then kind of get your conclusion, and yeah. then it just erupts. A little bonus. Uh... Yeah, and you're just. Are they kind of like right? Send the audience home happy. Make them smile before you hit them with the end credits. Yeah, I'd be really interested like, to kind of how it was initially, like how it was the, the kind of the more dark uh, original script uh, or the kind of original. Uh, it could have been. Sorry to interrupt you, but it could have been like completely exactly what it was, apart from the last three minutes where like Mad shows up and it's like. Hey, like Tomas, could I just like do a little bit of improvisation at the end? Like you know, just want to sit down on the bench and kind of say the last line. Just want to just the wee thing after it. Like, hey, yeah, sure, run with it. You're you're mad. Just go for it. <laughs> and then he just delivers and like, right, okay, um, fuck, okay, 
fair, fair enough. <laughs> You're saying that was completely unscripted, yeah? Right, that, that was improv. Like, he just felt the moment and went off on one and just... Uh-huh. I was just... Because just the way the scene set with all the, sh- the students, they're all necking their Carlsberg and their Heineken. And obviously... I'm watching this. Like we're drinking Carlsberg this week. Drinking Carlsberg. Shout I out. Better fucking see some Carlsberg in this film because these I thought guys you are... were going to say you want to be dancing at the end of your. Uh... <laughs> it's just like the 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 neck and like vodka. They're they're drinking whiskey. They're drinking absinthe. It's like, man, beer's taking a back seat in this movie. Yeah. Thankfully, the, there comes the students by the truckloads. Neck and their heinies and their fucking <laughs> Carlsberg and like there it is. Uh, we do get that there one, is. that one image of Mads taking out the uh, the recycling, and yes, he, he holds I... up I think three bottles of, of Carlsberg in a <laughs> in a pretty unnatural uh, way. I mean, I think he, like I think a, he got away with it. Wall but... wink yeah. to the camera. Yeah, I think he got away with it, but I, I looked at it. I was like, mm. <laughs> some reason I fancy a Carlsberg now. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, man, it's you know, uh, like 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 you were saying, I, I think that it's it does come out of nowhere, but it really works within the within the context of the film. You know, yes. I think the journey that you've you've been on with the characters, I think it it culminates in a in a pretty um, satisfying ending uh, for sure. But I, I honestly, that no negatives at all that, that I can think of in terms of oh, no. Nah. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a two-hour jaunt, but... Yeah, and I think that probably makes the, the drop in terms of the fun a mm. bit more obvious. It's uh, very, very much so a film of kind of, you know, two halves, but I think if you stick with it, I think it really turns out to be, you know, overall you know, a fant- fantastic piece of cinema. Right. And, um, yeah, I think I like the fact that it seems almost kind of timeless as well. It's not too... Not like a, a big reliance on kind of newer technology, or it it all just seems to me like kind of you know pretty classic in the way that it's just about kind of four friends, uh, you know, yeah. uh, four, four friends at school uh, doing this kind of experiment. And there's a there's a few kind of modern day flourishes like some of the um, the texting and stuff, but I feel like it's done really well. Mm-hmm. It's not too um, not too distracting. Yeah, like it's really uh, well done, but and it's possibly maybe just the kind of that small town kind of cozy vibe that uh, where the film takes place. Um, maybe that is that what kind of gave me that vibe of it being a bit more kind of old school and a bit kind of timeless. Uh, but I really like that about the film. Um, right. And again, and as I say, it was great to just see kind of a different country um, on film that I don't often get to see. Uh, no, definitely. And if this film ends like how every Danish film ends, I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to find the hunt, and if the hunt has a similar ending, fucking yes. I don't know. I don't know with that poster up, man. I I don't think it does, but I would be very happy if it did. Yep. All right, man. I uh, I think yeah. we've, we've, we've. I think we've uh, reviewed a film. I think we've just managed to review a film. I don't know how yeah. we did it. You know, you and me together. It, was, it wasn't quite a, a beer fest, but we've, <laughs> we've done one. Uh, yeah, we somehow managed to pull that out of the bag. I think that's it, man, unless you had anything else you'd like to add. No, no. 
Brilliant. So I think that's a, a thumbs up from both of us. Um, and yeah, I'm, uh, you know, as you were saying, I'm looking forward to kind of uh, watching it again and kind of introducing it to uh, to people. Uh, yeah. And yeah, as as far as I know, it is on uh, iTunes at the moment. Oh, I'll definitely. double check double check that before I mm-hmm. send people off on a on a wild goose chase. Possibly oh, it's on the US store. Um, looking forward to like a home release, like when it gets to like definitely around yeah. to getting a Blu-ray, like yeah, I don't think it's actually be interested in some decent special <laughs> features, maybe some I don't know, like maybe an audio commentary with the main four actors having a little drink. That'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, at the moment, I don't think. It's available on the UK store. We can't our sources, but <laughs> I see we're, we're maybe I won't say we're part of the 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 academy, but <laughs> we're <laughs> we're uh, it's available on the US store. So our US listeners go and uh, go and check that out. Um, it's available, and I'm I'm hoping obviously soon it'll get a a proper uh, UK release, um, yes. whether that be digital or physical, but um, hopefully very, very soon. Uh, but yeah, that's all that we have to say about the film. How, um, how's your beer? Oh, how are you getting on with your beer? Dude, what you reckon? It's I gone. Have, it's gone. It was such a nice, smooth, crisp drink. It was just effortless. Just effortless. The, the 660 mil without a, a passing thought oh man i mean that's i think i think this is you know one of the nicest kind of pilsners i've had and i think if you if you put off uh on pills that you've had in the past mm-hmm. i'll definitely check this out it's really good nice kind of uh flavor to it as you're saying crisp hits the spot um it's not as light as 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 other lagers mm. but um I think it's 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 just really nice uh, in terms of uh, a nice wholesome beer to enjoy by the fireside. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, I just want to say before we kind of sign off um, is that one of well, I think we both do, dude, is thank you to the listeners and thank you to our followers over on social media. It's been really busy lately, right, Stu? What's been what's been yes. happening? It, it's what's been taken off? off. We've had our little uh, beer hawk uh, competition. Uh, it's been nice. We've we've gotten, uh, I think, at least maybe over uh, fifty entries from that. Where people tagging, liking posts, leaving us questions. I mean, we've been given so many questions that we could pick apart in our second season i am really chuffed with the feedback we've received so if anyone wants to kind of catch up if they aren't following us on social media already it is at the lager logs and that works for both instagram and twitter obviously feel free to interact with us on either of those but obviously we had such a great time with our competition we I forgot to fucking choose a winner. So mm. let's do Maybe it. Maybe we should do it now. now. Yeah? yeah. Okay. So, Tom, with that Word document I sent you with all those 
wonderful questions. Oh, you're giving the game away now, dude. There should Let's be a little see. bit of mystique to it. You know, we should have like a, a Wheel of Fortune. Oh, no, something. they use Microsoft Word. What the fuck? Sellouts. <laughs> okay, Tom, <laughs> um, I have generated the number. <gasps> who, uh, who asked the question, the, the 16th question? Yep. I was about to say something else. No. Okay. Like, number six. There was no. There was no drum roll. I, I got confused. Ah, uh, my uh, production <laughs> value on the longer locks. Number sixteen. Yes. So our competition winner is Joanne Thomas two eight five nine. Oh. Woo! There we go. Well done, Joanne. Well I'm done. pretty sure you will not be listening to this, Definitely but I will not. contact Definitely you regardless. If you're, I mean, I mean, if you're sweet 16, then you're not allowed to drink. So we might have to keep the beers ourselves. What do you think, Stu? Completely. No, fuck them. Not legal. It's not, sorry. It's not legal. Um, I mean, I know so tries to kind of end the show in such a you know, depressing manner, but that's, that's just, I care more about the law than I do. Uh, fun. <laughs> What's that? Until next time. So, <laughs> so uh, thank you to uh, Joanne. Uh, I mean, I hope that is your first name. I'm assuming it is. Uh, well done. We will contact you, get that sent out to you. Um, and yeah, guys, so season two is launching soon. We're all ready to go. We thought we'd record something tonight as a little snack before the main meal and entree if you will, just to whet the appetite. Um, hope everyone has had a gay old time or a, a young heterosexual time, both beautiful. The Lager Logs supports getting pissed up at any age or sexual orientation. And uh, we will see you for season two and more beer-related fun times. Adios, Pilsner Pirates. Say goodbye, Stu. Bye-bye, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> that was good until you done that fucking. Is that dramatic laugh. enough? Did you like that?